Hey, this your boy Laws from the other side of sports with BOK Sports 980 just reminding you to go download our app. All you got to do is go to your app store and type in parentheses, the other side of sports. You get to listen to our content whenever you want. He's lying. He's lying. Dog, I'm not lying. On Mother's Mode, you can get our app at the app store on your mobile device right now. So when you're on your commute or whenever, you can rock with us. Now, on our show. You are now tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 9 Welcome back. You're now tuned into the other side, the other side of sports. I'm your host, yeah. Laws. We got D, we got Jeff, yeah. we got Aaron in yeah. the building. Rocking out. That's right. You already know. Uh, got a lot of stuff on tap. NBA playoffs, of course. We're going to get into Stern's orders. Don't worry. Uh, we got uh, a little bit of football talk, a little bit of NFL. Uh, we got our questions on tap. Uh, for starters, before we get into our question, oh, what's up with this Pusha T uh, Drake beef, Young? Is this young real? Yeah. Who gonna who gonna walk away with the crown on this one? Because right now it seems like Drake got all the Infinity Stones and there ain't nothing Pusha T can do. Uh, nothing about this stuff, man. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so out of touch with these like music beef joints. I just be like, no, <laughs> <laughs> you old, don't be an old head, dog. Oh, I had I had a young dude, my man CJ. He was like, yeah, man, I listened to the joint. Yeah. Man, y'all some old heads, man. I'm like, dog, keep fall back, dog. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, to me, I, I feel like too a lot of the beefs are like manufactured. Manuf- yeah, dog. You already know, manufactured. Cause I mean, I, for those who have heard the Pusha T album, it, and, and Aaron really alluded to it the other day, cause I didn't think about it. But it's like a whole, the whole album is like a troll to the industry, and it's like poking at Drake specifically. I don't know if he's doing that to try to get his name buzzing or, or what the what the purpose is behind it, but. You know the whole infrared song he got and all, all the, it just sounds like uh, a troll on behalf of Pusha T to get get Drake involved. But though, young, like I say, uh, Drake got all the Infinity Stones. I just don't see nobody really taking the man down. Yeah, what are y'all thoughts? Is this, I mean, Pusha T can rap, but is that enough? Yeah, yeah, he, the, yeah, he he could rap, but the thing it's just so it's like it's so difficult when. You know, going at Drake from the standpoint of, like, he obviously is, like, skillful, you know, when it comes to rapping. But he's also the type that he's put, like, a lot of his stuff out there, like, in his music that's going on. So you don't, like, what is really, like, your reference point? Like, once you get over the whole, you know, having the reference tracks and this and that and the third, like, what what else, like, can you really say in a rap about him? that's like moving people you know like what what information can you come to the table with that nobody knows that that kind of moves the needle but like with him like because he's skillful like he can touch on a lot of different things and like bring them to the light um you know in a in a, in a rhyme that you know and, and when you think about the audience that he has behind him so like you said it's so difficult for someone to try to try to get at him for real I'm a can't 
Like I, I, I just think it's unless you make hits that again played in in all of the places where people go, then you can't be Drake because Drake dropping songs that not even this records and they get played in the club, they get played all around. Like I, the question I always have to ask, like if you got two artists, right? It's Drake and whoever else, yeah. Drake and Meek Mill. And you can never hear one of them ever again. Which one are you going to get rid of? It's, and, and, and almost every case is going to be the other. That's right. You're when, when, when put up the, next to Drake, yeah. Because he does everything. Party songs. Like, he can rap, rap. He can sing. He can do. He just, yeah. I mean, it's really not much Pusha T can do or say other than make hits. I, I don't know, yeah. Aaron, you you want to say something about it? I mean, it's not a whole lot more to add. <clears throat> the only thing is, it's going to be different criteria for different demographics as to who won. So if you take like old heads like us, like even with the songs that came out, I think Pusha T's was better. Mm-hmm. But if you look on the internet, the youngins is like making memes he like left. cook Pusha T. You Yo, know what I mean? I, I was sitting at the lunch table and people was like. Young the Drake jump was so fire. That beat right. down, he killed that jump. I was like, uh. See, I, see, I, I mean, I per, I personally don't think Pusha T's was better. Like, I mean, I think he didn't really say nothing. Like, I mean, what, what did he what did he really say? I mean, I'm not, see, that's I the mean, part. No I, I would think the song was better. I think Infrared is a better song than the song. That's what I mean when I say better. Because it's still music. Nah, just for me, like, when you're talking about, like, a battle, like, it is the production of the song. I mean, can that be a factor? I mean, yeah, it can oh, be. Most but definitely. You think That's about a huge tra- yeah, but, yeah, but but you think about traditionally when we were growing up, like that wasn't it, like a lot of the beats were pretty basic. It, like the first nah, real yo, official. Ether, bat, ether, not ether, the was that, that's what I, ether that's was what I, crazy. That's what I was about. Dog, that's what I was about to get to before you jumped uh, in. That was the first. <laughs> it, 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 How you dog, you, but you act like that was the first rap battle. Oh, it was hella rap God. battles before that. And then, like I said, their beats in the production, like it wasn't, that wasn't the center point of it. It wasn't until Ether where. You know, you you realize how much of an asset that could really uh, be. But from the oh, essence of the bridge is over, hit him up. Those beats was trash. No, no, those beats were tough. I mean, they 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 were they were. But you know what I'm saying? Are they, is it still touching either? And then, like I said, think about all the rap battles you know prior to before you got to either. And then I think mean, about the production of them. Of course. If if you had fifty rap songs, of course, out of those battles, there are gonna be a couple. But like in the in the essence of like ushering in to like kind of like the crossover of like rap hip hop, and with that ether beat did, like you know, I, I just believe I, that that was the best rap battle beef I, of all time. Personally, I, I but, say I say the thing that made that uh, uh, a monumental rap beef was the fact that. It was Nas and Jay-Z, like right, two of the right. juggernauts in the game. I mean, when you look at this beef, I think people are like kind of like excited about it because Pusha T is known to be a high-level lyricist and in comparison to Drake. Old heads, though. You know, so a lot of the young dudes, head. Pusha T is not even known, yeah. let alone known yeah. to be a good rapper. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so it's it's almost like, you know, you got Thanos and Drake, and then you got like Doctor Strange or somebody <laughs> and like Pusha T. Where they or Iron Man or whatever you want to put Pusha T in category that has powers, has abilities, you know, as lyrical and and and, and possibly could stand up 
to what Drake is. You know what I'm saying? Because Drake does have yeah. some some flaws, but they just covered up because the Batman just make hits. Yeah, I mean, I just like I said, I just to me, it's just like a hard subject matter to really like go at them. You know, I mean, like based upon what people have brought to the table. Like I still, like I said with all that, I still think uh, like a battle personally is what is said about the other counterpart. Like, what did you say in them 16s? Like that made somebody go like, wow, like, oh, you bring, like kind of question things. Like nobody's ever really questioned Pusha T's, you know, validity on the streets or whatever. Um, you, you probably and know what you don't. Like, that was his main thing was you were like the third in rank. I'm like, how are you even, the, you know what I mean? It's just, for me, the it was just corny to me. Like you're old, I revive your career. Most of what he said that started out That's was true. like about Kanye and Quentin Miller. So for me, it was I mean, just, it was, I think, but I think, I mean, I think he addressed like me personally, I think he addressed, you know, I mean, it's all a matter of perspective because he addressed all of that. I mean, and what he said all was true. And I mean, I like it, like by him bringing by that battle, it is going to make Pusher T more money. And we don't know what he's referring to in terms of like what he, Kanye West and things like that. And maybe that will come out if, if like they keep, you know, poking, but it's just like things that reveal like where you're like, okay, like he might got more to say or okay. Like the whole thing is anybody that's telling their truth, they can question another person's truth. If they're being true to they are who they are. And from his standpoint, you know, not necessarily accurate, but um, you know, it's a battle. Some things are going to be true. Some not, but here's he like, you're doing all that rapping about, you know, drugs. Like you moved all this weight and like, you weren't even that guy. So, like, to me, I don't think, like, oh you know, gosh, something like man. that isn't calling someone out or addressing something with somebody, something nobody's touched on for from somebody who that's what he's known for. So, I mean, <sighs> that's just my We're going to see. Well, we're going to see. I mean, Drake about to drop an album soon. And, uh, you know, he got a new song, I'm Upset, which is now oh, oh, by default a hit, even though it ain't even really addressing uh, Pusha T. I mean, this Bama got the most uh, default hits I ever seen. Like, it's just ridiculous. I mean, he got the Apple Music joint too. So, like, you know, that's always gonna be love. <laughs> you know, that's a that's a major deal. Uh, entire question for the day. Uh, question for the day starts out says, uh, "I'm about to turn 22, studying at university, and very confused." I've been with my current boyfriend for almost two years now, and he is my best friend. I could happily spend the rest of my life uh, talking to him and spending time with him, but all the intimate stuff, I'm just not sure. When we got together, I was younger, inexperienced, and over 20 pounds heavier. I didn't expect much from my partner and told myself that looks don't matter. I really thought they didn't. But here I am two years later, almost cringing every time he attempts to kiss me. Can't do it. I feel horrible. I really want want him. The thought of losing him breaks my heart, but I felt this way for the past six months now. We haven't had sex in that time. Also due to me having issues with my health, it really affects him. He's, motion, he's mentioned that he's afraid of me not finding him attractive anymore. And I say I do, even though I know that's a lie. I know if I told him that I wasn't attracted to him, 
anymore. He would be very hurt and probably not want to be with me anymore. Oh, he God. is overweight. Not very much, but he is. He recently shaved his beard off, which made him, which made me really see how he looks for the first time in a while. After my weight loss, people have been telling us both that I'm out of his league and all of that nonsense. I want winners. It is the first time in my life I've also been getting attention, even from the, the kind of guy I never, the kind of guys I never thought would even look at me. It's really hard because I love my boyfriend for who he is and the idea of leaving him just to meet my sexual needs what? just feels wrong and horrible after the great relationship we've had. I just know that I'm missing out on, out on that spark. And I know that it's not fair for him that I I cringe when he kisses me. Oh, he also wants wants that? to all wants to oh, kiss me all the time. Oh, and now that I've lost the weight and gotten yo. fit, he tells me I look like a model now. I know that's expecting someone to change is I know that expecting someone to change is silly, but I really do want him to lose weight. I find it sad that I work hard every day to feel and look good, and he doesn't do the same. What should I do? Don't ask me a dumb question you don't answer to. Uh, well, I mean, for one, like she, she just need to be honest. Like that's that's the first and foremost because that's right. You already know. Um, you know, like it's definitely not benefiting uh, him, and obviously it's not benefiting her to hold all of this inside. So she needs to have a conversation. Um, definitely about the things that you know she doesn't like or the things that she would like to change I mean he can you know air out all the things that he might feel I mean a lot of that stuff you know you you have to when it comes to like loving somebody you have to take everything into account I mean looks eventually fade and all that eventually goes away so you know if you're with a person uh, you know, for the wrong reasons, it might come back to bite you. But then, like I said, so in the same token, though, like, but you have to be honest. You have to communicate with your partner. I mean, other than that, it's already going to be doomed. And but if you if you just ready to go, really, and then you you might as well go. Like you might as well have a conversation because if like that would mean you're not trying to fix it. But if you're trying to fix it because you really do love him and you you know you feel like this not the right move per se to go right now you break his heart then you're gonna have this conversation you're gonna communicate and you're gonna try to fix the problem and so you know that that would be you know uh you know my 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 first uh bit of advice yeah so i i, I would just say this like you know the fact that she's she's noticed that things have changed because she says something she says you know she has this idea of leaving him to meet her sexual needs just feels wrong and horrible after their great relationship. So she already is kind of like looking out the window. People are starting to give her attention that she's never gotten before. And I don't know if that was that the catalyst that changed how she looked at her boyfriend, because it seems to me like before that she was she was cool. She was straight. Sound like he a good dude. And, you know, he, you know, he takes I, I guess he's a good boyfriend and loyal and all those other things but all of a sudden she's starting to get attention from outside sources and now you know the things she doesn't like about him now has become highlight now i, I say i'm i'm on the line with with, with you jeff I, I think she should be honest and just say like look like you know 
I need you to lose weight. You know what I'm saying? Just flat out. Like, if that's if that's impairing her attraction to him, you know, along with him, got the uh, the Billy Bob Thornton jump with his whole face facial shaved off. He ain't got no sling blade jump. No! I mean, just tell the dude, like, look, like, I think you're more attractive with your with your facial hair, and you know, I you know, I would be more attracted to you if you lost some weight. And just flat out like that. But just can't do it. Just keeping it under wraps and trying to I mean, you're on a path to, to, to stepping outside of your relationship or breaking it off. I mean, it just depends because you're not being honest. Aaron, right. Me? I'm just glad that the genders are what they are so we can be honest about this question because if the roles were reversed and she was the fat one and he was in shape and he didn't like her hair, you couldn't say what the truth would be without people getting bent <laughs> out of shape. He's an idiot. Don't listen to this. He's an idiot. And so right, that's what we got to say. Like, about that. this is not something you're going to get over. This is another good thing about adding the ages to these questions because you're 22. Like, why are you? Yeah, yeah I was about to add- to make sacrifices at this point in your life. Like, just go. You got to right. be with somebody else. You feel like right, right, right. you feel like you can do better. You got to go. It's not it's going to get worse. That's it. Yeah, and that's that's all I was about to ask you, Harold, because I think I had missed that. Whatever they had, had said, the ages. So you you covered it right there, Aaron. And like you said, you everybody know our philosophy on this joke. You know what I'm saying? Like especially I ours. But I don't, I don't <laughs> care. You and, 40, and looks fade, like Jeff said. But at 22, you still have your looks yeah. for a reason. Like you got to be physically attracted to somebody right. yeah, to yeah, deal with. Them. Like that's definitely. the whole point of like looks. Period. So but, like. And, and like you just you just so young and it's about like experience and like you know life and like just that might not be the right person for you if, even if it's just that re- like sometimes you know it's it's you got to be willing to like live with the decisions you make and in this case it would be choosing him and if like like Harold said your mind is constantly going there it's just a recipe set up for disaster Rhapsody. You're not even gonna be the same person in ten years, and then ten years after that. So it's just for me, 22 is way too early in this society to early. be to be like thinking like that. I mean, also too, I, I think that uh, a lot of people feel like it's a negative because uh, I guess in her mind, it's a superficial way of looking at it because he's maybe good at other things or in a lot of other areas, and he's just lacking in this one in particular. So it probably makes her feel bad that, you know, I was once in that one in that one spot yeah. too, but I've changed and he has not. Yeah, fact. yeah she was I uh, yeah. and, 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 and like, but the thing is, we're all superficial when it comes to relationships. We all, you know, we all have our things that are very superficial for most. He's lying. He's lying. He lying. Oh my god. Seeing something that they like, that that's that's kind of like almost automatic. Not in all yeah, cases. You gotta be attracted to the person you with. That's a... attraction, whether it's <laughs> and the level that options play in people's life. Because before, when she couldn't get oh, somebody absolutely. who she right. like was more attractive, right? Then yeah. it was cool. But now, all of a sudden, cool no more. is coming up to like her she, high five she, and she, instead of giving her a hug. Yeah. Yeah. She leveled up, man. Yeah. She leveled up. Yeah. Yeah. That happens in life. Like, mushroom. It's like some. Yeah, sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta leave some of the homies behind. Cannot win with them. They not really on the same path that you on. But did so, she I mean, it to him though? Did she mention it to I him? I want people that want to win. That's saying like it sounds like she needed to communicate with her because she said something about her health. Like was that the reason she lost? Like 
weight or did or was she oh she did say she was like working out every day nah, and working uh, on her body so yeah yeah so i mean the thing is to me if if you say he who he is in terms of a being a good guy or whatever to me you at least give him the courtesy to say something to him maybe you know let's go to the gym together not just yeah say, that's hey, what you would think that, but that goes to a bigger bigger point What's they that? don't value that stuff dog when you when when young people are young they not looking at like like right. I mean, it's about I know really she, about that. I know yeah but I know in her mind she's like these are things I should want but like in the here and now in their life at that mm-hmm. stage of your life it's hard for you to like hold on to to like longevity and future, you know what I'm saying? It's like what's popping right now, yeah. You know? Everything is happening now, and so for her, it sounds like she's conflicted. Like you know, I want this in the future, but right now I want this. I want to go out here and walk the plank. Then so, she said the Batman shaved his beard off, and she saw what he really looked like. It's not just the weight; oh, she just think the Batman ugly. She don't want to see it. Oh, First of all, you cringe. You cringing when you go to kiss a bad man, dog. That's a problem. That's what I'm saying. He might have halitosis too. We all know. Like that. Hammer, hammer toe. What, bro? What are you talking about, man? I mean, I will also say this. You're right about him. She being really, really young, and you know, you don't have to be that serious at this at this stage in your life. But I will say this: If you felt that she was some, she felt some type of way about herself and her body prior to her losing the weight, you know what I'm saying, and leveling up, you know what I'm saying. He was the one that still felt attracted to her, and you know what I'm saying, and showed her that attention that she may have been looking for. I mean, does that mean anything? You know what I'm trying to say? At least get a guy the decency to tell him, hey, you know. Let's, let's do this to you know what I'm saying let's lose some weight together maybe let's eat healthier or whatever what have you you know what I'm saying these youngers ain't loyal dog but that's the thing she not loyal this dude was loyal to her when she was 20 pounds heavier now she dropped the but weight she was a, she I hope the world can see now what's really going on out here cause it's getting ridiculous the last thing I want to say in reference to this is you you feel like you leveled up and you want to move up the ladder as you move up that ladder the way you getting treated is highly to probable to change right dogs that I mean dudes that know like they got options just like you feel like you got options now right it, it might not be the same be prepared yeah nah that's that's facts it's she need to know that before she go in it it's lonely yeah, as she, she go in that job thinking the jump. oh I'm gonna find <laughs> I'm gonna find a dude just like cuz and then next thing you know you gonna be in the rotation oh, oh. Yeah, dog. You gotta get it together, Slim. Yo. Um, NBA playoffs. Everybody watched the games last night. Uh, the Golden State Warriors took it from the Houston Rockets in Houston. Uh, third quarter, Steph Curry start had the boiling water in the pot. Started chefing up. Um, once he started cashing out from deep. Like, it was one jump. He just came, like, four steps across half court and just let it go. I was like, and once that jump went in, I was like, oh, yeah, it's over. Because uh, they just went into It just seemed like a trickle-down effect. Once Steph started hitting, then it was uh, Durant, then it was Clay. Um, you know, Clay was in foul trouble early, and then it, it seemed like Stern's orders was in full effect uh, when, when Clay Thompson got the, the, the three fouls off break. Um no Chris Paul last night. 
James Harden was playing good for for a half, and then I don't I don't know what happened, dog. He got fatigued. Like, what happened to the Houston Rockets? He fatigued. What do you think? What happened? Don't lie. They they had a stat. They said that James Harden dribbled the ball more than all of his teammates combined. Like he had the ball and he was just he was trying to do so much on both sides because he was playing defense. He had four steals in this game, but he got tired. He got gassed out, and it was obvious he got gassed out. And it doesn't help either that Ariza went for like what he. No, these bad must miss about 20, 20, 27 shots, twenty seven. <laughs> Uh, shots from three. Jeff Green. I mean, it, it was all bad. Um, yeah, twenty-seven in a row. So I mean, you know, it, it Gerald Green. He wasn't shooting well last night. Those guys shot really bad. You know, collectively. Um, and so when you're hard and you're trying to do everything on the court, that's why they got Chris Paul. So they what this wouldn't happen again. But you know, Chris Paul being Chris Paul, I got the hamstring joint that he had in the beginning of the season. I got that string cheese. String cheese hammies. These guys. And I think that's a part of it, but at the same time, they had huge leads in both games without Chris Paul. And I think James Harden, whenever he gets a lead, he stops playing with tempo. And they can't, like, whenever he starts walking the ball up, like he did the whole second half, waiting until seven seconds left in the shot clock to move the ball, these guys are complimentary players. Capella. That's what he wants. That's what happens. Like Harden game is really predicated on like getting foul calls and that in that Jake Like when those things don't happen, which they tend to not a lot for him in the playoffs, it, it, it relegates him to like a normal player. And so like that's why like the diversity in your game, like using mid range more and you know, going quick with the with the ball and like you said, dribbling so much, you tie yourself out. And when you're dribbling all the way um, to the cup as well, and the uh, hits when you get fouled, and he's launching long threes after doing all that dribbling, you're going to play tight, especially at playing at pace. Like what Paul does, Paul is like a true point guard. That's the thing. Harden's not really a true point guard. I think it takes more energy to dribble 50 times in a possession than it does to just push the ball up and give it up. Like, I understand he was tired, but a lot of that is on him. A lot of those decisions he was making and the bad shots is on him. Like, I think more than half of it is mental than fatigue. I mean, I, I think it's a part. I mean, but if you say get the ball up, give it to who? Because the only other person that was scoring was Eric Gordon. That's Eric not Russell. true. Because was cooking when they pushed it and was giving him the ball, but he can't score in the half court. Like, you, he has to be playing when you're running up, throwing alley-oops, like kicking it. Guys make shots better that way, too. Yeah, in rhythm, I got you. Like you can't I, but, get a, but see, you, but don't y'all feel like a guy this... that pounds the ball into the ground and it, it just you get disengaged. Chris Paul, to me, they need him on the floor. Not having him change everything because I feel like when when James Harden wanted to take plays off, which he does, even offensively, um, Chris Paul would pick up the slack. He could penetrate. He could get to the hole. He could. You know, score. You know, one on one. Huge, because he can shoot yeah. that mid range shot that is missing when um, he's not in the game. Because it's all threes or layups or dunks for them. It's nothing in between. So, so when you know, because you know, James Harden's going to take a few plays off. I mean, that's in his DNA. He going to go hard. He going to try to get to the rack, but then he going to come down some possessions and he's just going to pass the ball up and he's just going to stand and watch. Um, he's not going to cut. He's not going to set a screen. He's just Harden. The one thing I give him this. Unlike in the previous years where 
it was obvious where he just kind of like the moment made him shrink to like nothing. I felt like he at least gave a lot of effort yesterday. Um, and it showed in that first half, but it was so obvious by the fourth quarter that he was like, he's not, he doesn't, his conditioning is just not there in my opinion. And maybe because he was doing so much with dribbling the ball, doing, you know, setting up the offense, creating the shots for the other guys, playing defense. He obviously got worn out. And it was even, even KD had said it in the post-game interview. He was like, they got up on us on by 11. And he was like, but we knew that we were just going to let Harden just kind of dribble, dribble, dribble. At some point, he was going to get tired. And that's what happened. Yeah. And once you, he got tired, the offense see, fizzled. Yeah, you could definitely see Golden State get their second win. And outside of Eric Gordon, who I thought this Batman might be on drugs the way he was playing, because I never seen Eric Gordon be going like this. Like he looked like the Eric Gordon All Star before the knee injury. Eric the Gordon, hornets, like the way he was dribbling, dog. He was doing the like. I was like, this dude right here he ain't playing. He trying to get this W. But outside of him, like you could just tell that the team as a whole just hit a wall, and it started with Harden, and like they just were gassed, and then they look. They look That's defeated. Right. You know. When when Clay Thompson hit that one tray in the corner, and then he like kind of pointed to the bench, and then Steph Curry came, hit another tray, and then K- KD hit that little like the, with the clock winding down, he hit that little fluke three. Like I, they just look defeated. That's like a regular like, three. This man was a fluke three, and <laughs> like he tried a lot. Like he didn't shoot that joint in this normal like in and out motion and rhythm nah, nah. and pulled up. It, it was just Yo, deep. I'm that just... joint wasn't. Yeah, but but nah, I mean, I think that like you gotta think, like they all once that pressure start happening, like they already couldn't buy a basket and they just kept jacking. Like I said, no basketball IQ was like, yo, take this joint to the cup. Like, because we can get to the paint. And like I think that the only Bamas that really played well where, uh, you know, Capella, Capella, this was his best game of the series. Like, I think he gave him 20 and 9 and had some blocks. And then, um, you know, P.J. Tucker was super solid. Yeah, yeah, his free throw was in that job ball. Yeah, P.J. Tucker was balling, but yeah. He can only, at his height, like, you want him to score, but this Bama's not a score. He's a gritty, get-rebound, dirty, workhorse-type Bama. Yeah, he, that's the Bama that was with the Spurs that used to shoot the baseline threes. And, uh, and step on the people's feet. Bruce Bowen. Uh, I'm talking about Bowen. Bruce Bowen, yeah. yeah. He got like a lot of that in this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they kept saying, like the tough. smallest man on the court. He's the smallest man on the I'm like, yo, you can't have him, though. Shut up. Like, <laughs> smallest man on the court. <laughs> he be he in that joint battling. <laughs> he definitely yeah, he be in there battling. You know, they was, because they was killing him on the glass. Like, it was the turno- turnovers and offensive rebounds was uh was killing Golden State. You know, uh, they were attacking that. Like they just wore out. Like they went hard in the first half. And they were in like they were making everything. Yeah, the third quarter that jump changed in a hurry, dog. I think they they outscored them thirty to fifteen or something like that. Yeah, it was rapid. Then why does Dan Tony not use timeouts when these runs start, dog? He wait for the drip to go from up seventeen to down five before he take a timeout. I'm like, what are you doing? That's why it's like hard to see like how D'Antonio would win, even though he, he, you know, he's come close. But it's like he don't never concede to like I probably maybe could make that adjustment in the future. Right. It's like he just a hundred miles more, yeah. Right, right. Same thing in Phoenix. Uh, I mean, that's, that's his mo. 
Okay, that's his MO. Uh, on to the Eastern side, the Cleveland Cavaliers, LeBron James, walks out victorious again. There was murmurings that they didn't have enough and the Celtics was going to win and stuff. He, no way Stern's orders going to allow this man, LeBron James, gosh, not man. make it to the finals. I done told y'all. <laughs> told y'all. Put y'all money. And I'm going to tell y'all right Bro. here, this way about to get real uh, Harry that's right here. This Yo, about to... come on, stop it, Harry Young. This this what you talking about, Aaron. He about to get my uh, my blood boiling. You're going to hear everything. Come on, Look, Young. Now Don't watch this. It, I'm, I'm about to, this is how I'm about to prove Nobody Stern's orders to y'all. Go ahead, this is how I'm about to prove Stern's orders to y'all. The Cleveland Cavaliers gonna win. beat the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. I, I have the same feeling. Oh, and when you see that, is this basketball? Let me say, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. This is business. This is business. How much time we got left in the show, dog? I'm about to, I'm about to jive log off the day, dog. You know it's no serious. The business is already done. The business decisions have been made. Nah, dog, it ain't done. Cause you gotta realize the business is off the comeback. If he gets the chip, then it's murmurings. Around, can he get six? Can he like they gotta keep that alive? So he hasn't been this. losing too many times. What's Is up? it more money in the league if LeBron wins and stays in Cleveland or goes to LA or somewhere else? He Would gonna you tell leave me? either way. He you leaving so? either way. No, that, yes, that's, that's true. That's if he wins, that's he's gonna not true. He's he not don't staying wanna, with Toronto. He don't want to have to. He don't want to have to. What do you mean, dog? He's been the four. He only gets to beat the boss with Toronto. He's not trying to carry them no, trash hey, bags hey, hey. all the way back no, to the don't... finals again. Who's <laughs> the trash bags, Harold? That's why he gonna do a little little uh, prayer visual and, and sit up there and get in front of a camera and say, you know what? I decided me and my family. I love it. I love. I love the city of Cleveland. I love everything. I got the championships, and he gonna feel like he filled it, fulfilled his obligations, and then he gonna step. He gonna go away. I'm telling you. Nah, he not staying no matter what, Jeff. No. <laughs> Whatever. So where's he going? Okay. Crystal ball, You got the crystal ball. Where's he going next year? Look, I don't know, dog. They got a computer system in the back. It's open. Stern got one. It just hit the he hit the enter button and then it do the the algorithms with the teams and <laughs> and then the three teams come up and then they send LeBron James a text. But let me let me ask you this though. Where do you think the likely landing spots would be then for him? No. So, just the likely one. Know, That's no. where he's gotta gonna be. LA. Go. No. I don't know. Really? I think it's the LA. thing is, this LA, is how Houston, dog. This is how LA, LeBron Houston, James does stuff, dog. LeBron James is the type of Batman. He gonna wait until everything line up for him. That's a fact. Like he's not gonna, gonna make a. He's not gonna make a decision. Like I can't. That's why I can't say right now. Cause I don't know. They gonna wait for the. Little Jones to shake out a little bit. He's gonna look for the best situation and gonna be like, all right, I'm gonna go there. What if the and best situation is Cleveland high and dry? Then he's gonna stay in Cleveland. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. He's not gonna stay no, no matter what, whether they win or lost. I mean, because he's not gonna have that kind of pull everywhere he goes, though. Right. He's like, it's like well, Jerry Jones with uh, Jason Garrett. People keep wondering why, like, people look at Tyron Lewis as this, like, flute coach, but he's not in charge all the way. Yeah, that's true. You can't just. And, I mean, and, so, and so you talking about putting them scrubs. Luke can only coach who they give him. Like that, Bama right. can only coach the players no. that they put on, on the on, roster. Jeff, dog. Jeff, you're wrong there. 
They can only, he can only I'm coach the players there. that LeBron picks to be on that roster. <laughs> it don't matter. It's <laughs> It doesn't matter. The whole point is like he can't. He's not getting the players, he's not choosing those so he guys. he yeah. coaches who they give him. Yeah, you know what is I mean. Is he coaching? So, I don't know. I mean, he's gonna shoot. Why we do this with him, dog? It's only him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dog. I ain't hear none of this slander with Dan Tony from you just a segment ago, dog. And we get on little bit of Tony trash. He said Dan to Dan Tony trash. They just made it to the finals, dog. Are you asking if this man is coaching? Right. Four seasons straight. You act like they got bounced and didn't make the playoffs or something. <laughs> yeah, you're right, right. <laughs> yeah, though. So, 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 hold on. They're making the playoffs in the finals is is what percentage Lou and what percentage LeBron James? Come on. It doesn't matter. The chemistry is working to get you there. It doesn't matter who, what percentage. Because who do they have before as a coach? David Black. Yeah, Black. Exactly. They lost. And they went uh, They went in the finals. They did lose David Black. Finals, I mean, what you mean? Did. That's the joint Kyrie. They took David Black to the finals. That Bama coaching over in Yugoslavia somewhere right now. He just got an Come interview. On. He's about to be back. That's what I'm saying. Come on, man. You, we, I could be coaching a year with LeBron James. No, LeBron is great and all that, but you got to... Like, it's still a team. You said it yourself, Aaron. You said LeBron James can go to any team in the East Hell, and they end up in the finals. But that's, true. that's not true. You ain't say that. I want winners. I said that. But he still yeah, made so adjustments, though. He made so, adjustments. So I didn't say the finals. Go? I said he, any team in the East will make the playoffs. Any team in the playoffs will make the finals. I'm not saying he could just jump on who's the worst in the East right now. I don't know. And and they would automatically be in the finals. That's not necessarily the case. Like the Nets. Wizards? But they would make the playoffs. Stop. Said the stop! 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 <laughs> stop! Stop! Oh yeah, man! So, 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 all right. So now we on the topic. Who gonna win the finals? It's not even a the, question. The, the Warriors. What's it? Okay, so the Warriors win in how many games? Four, maybe five. No, that's not gonna be a sweep. It's no, you game. are crazy, dog. No. Have you seen? <laughs> like he said. Watch somebody get a, a hurt, get hurt. Wait, ejection? Ejection? Injury? Yeah, I mean, besides Injuries besides and rejections, injury. yes. Yeah, but if it's besides, just basketball, I mean, I don't the think, guy's available now. I, think I don't it's, think it's going to be no ejections, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it really will go down to injury if it's some injuries. No, if close. game one... I mean, he, if game nah, one, nah, Draymond ain't close. Draymond ain't okay. close. This, this going. If, if game one we see Perkins play, you might see some ejections, though. Come on. First of all, they're not going to win a game in, in Golden State, so you can scratch that. And they're not going to play Perkins. He gives them nothing on that team. Yeah. And the Bamas don't play no defense, dog. They don't play. They don't play enough defense. And, right. Like, Do you realize Golden State held Houston under 100? For, was it four straight games? I think five. The last five. So five straight games. Uh, yeah. And, no, and of course that had happened all year. It's going to be bad. Like, Golden State is their number one in de- defensive efficiency and number one in offensive efficiency. It's going to be ugly. So, all right, let me ask this question. What has to happen for the for the Cavs to win? Because I like think they're going to win. Injuries and injections. Injury. Yeah, 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 yeah. If, if LeBron goes for 45. The beat. Or Stern, though. That's right. You already know. Yeah, Stern. They need That's the only one. You already know Stern's orders is in full effect, though. They gonna hit the button. Uh, y'all, I'm y'all, telling you, like they want to stretch this series out. Y'all, y'all, so y'all, be, y'all be talking about that joint though, like as if these Bamas don't be out there jump breaking shots. Like this Bama Terry Rozier went 0 for 12. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Marcus Smart went one for 10. Jalen Brown did nothing. Like look, that has nothing look, to do with no Stearns orders. It been, look, the only person look, that really look. showed up was Jason Tatum. 
like, cause Horford did a lot of his stuff in the first half. Like he didn't right. really do. He had seventeen, uh, but uh. he he wasn't really in the mix that down when that game was in the balance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know let me ask you this. So, let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. In response to that. In response to that. Let me let me rebuttal. You're right. Stern's orders had nothing to do with the Celtics, and that's why the Cavs won. Because if the agenda was for like the agenda is for the Cavs to win, what does Stern got to get involved for? What do the refs got to do and make back? Young, it's going the way that we wanted to go. If business is booming and the shoe I got at the front of the store is getting bought by every Bama who no, walked into the it's, store, it's, 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 why do I got to change saying, anything? You, I don't have to put up no for oh, sale signs. Oh, gosh, man. Oh, you're saying two different things. You're saying the business of the NBA, like, does the NBA want Cleveland to be in it uh, versus the Celtics? Well, of course. They do. But that doesn't mean, yeah, that's, that's a given. But that doesn't mean, like, the Celtics were the ones out there playing, slumming it up. Like, no, you know what I mean, it was dance for the take. They were 10 and 0 at home in the playoffs. And you wait look, until the last game to lose? I mean, I guess, dog, like y'all Bama's out there doing slumming. Like, that's, that's what it boils so, so let me Just let me ask this. So, you don't think that the league ever gets involved to lean games a certain way? Especially nah, I mean, when it comes to stretching yeah, out series? I mean, dog, dog, we all know that, you know, some fouls and different things and calls and try to get it. In the game but, and it doesn't take a I, lot to but, shift the, a game. It can be two right. or three calls early right. in the first quarter, and you don't have to do anything else yeah, the rest of the but, game. But I don't think <laughs> exactly. I, I, but but that that wasn't the case in that game seven. That, oh, no, no, like, I'm not talking about like, that. No, no, no. I'm not saying I'm not saying there was Stern's orders in this jump. I mean, I made it a a, a catchphrase now amongst the people. Who's the Bama that went to uh, Bladensburg? Jeff Green showed up yesterday, though, or the he day did. before he yesterday. Did. Yeah, he did. He, he balled did. out. He, he balled did. out. He did. He hooped. Without him, he lose the game. And it was a time where yeah, they didn't even know if he would complain, dog. He had the heart murmur, Joe. I thought he might yeah. have been a Yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now, just getting back real quick. If LeBron, if if they were, if they, everybody's pretty much saying they're gonna lose, and, and he, yeah. if they lose, and Vegas is rubbing their hands together when they hear that. He's booking I'm trying his to tell you. wherever he's going next. He, it's not. I don't think he's gonna stay. In, at least I don't believe he's gonna stay in Cleveland at that point. Nah, if they lose, nah, I don't think. Especially so. Especially with Chris Paul, who was like his good friend as a free agent as well. Maybe they can somehow go somewhere together. You know what I'm saying? If Chris Paul doesn't go stay in Houston, um, but I mean, also, what y'all think about that? Y'all think Paul should stay, sign, get the five year max? That's what I'm he saying. I don't think Houston should sign Paul. Like this man was thirty. What? And then his hamstring again. Like I just don't Yo. think you can you can bank your. If he gets a body man, he'll be fine with that. Cause those are soft Yo, tissue. he may, you know you know why he keep having a hamstring job because he messing with again. Aaron Foster brother dog. Yeah. He messing with that behind <laughs> What? People keep saying that LeBron may go to Philly. I don't I don't see that don't working though. Fit. I, don't, I think I don't it's a horrible fit. I think it's a horrible fit. LeBron think, don't want to go nowhere. Bron could work time, but I think Bron could work with any, with any, 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 anything. He can. Like, I mean, he can I mean, you know what I mean? Especially because they got, they got shooters around that joint. You know what I mean? So it's like, it, the real big key would be just the terms of the play and how he would uh, work it with Simmons. But I mean, I was, other than that, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily my... do it if I was Girl, Philly, but, but I mean, but it's, it's, it could be done. It's one of those situations like, you know, when, like you get your first apartment, you living by yourself, dog, you walk around the house naked, whatever like you want to do. <laughs> like, it's just different. But then you get a roommate, and then once you got a roommate, it's like you got to change up a little bit, dog. You can't live free. Like, right now, LeBron James in Cleveland, like, dog, that's his house, dog. That's his own apartment to do whatever he want, dog. Dog, it's LeBron's house wherever he goes, dog. 
Nah, I don't know. I know it is. Go, it is his house. I think wherever he goes, but I think that it's a roommate situation. It's like he owned the house and he he you know you paying the rent to him, but you still even when you own the house, you still got to switch up. And Cleveland is not like that. That Batman can leave his shoes in the sink. He can do whatever he want to do, dog. <laughs> Whatever. When I look at LeBron, Alabama changed the whole roster in the middle of the season, dog. You can't even do that on NBA 2K without them just giving you the the red button. You can't veto the trade, dog. Nah, dog. Plus it's crazy. Two, when I look at LeBron, when he teams up with other superstars, I, I just feel like those superstars can no longer be superstars. They got to become Thanks. all stars, and so that's Unless, okay, that's why I think Ben Simmons and like um the big man. What's the big um? Indeed. I think and it would really stunt them if he were to go there because then they would have to, you know, stunt their whole progress as a player, as up and coming stars to play with LeBron. They, LeBron's not taking a step back. Wherever he go, he has to be the man. And then everybody else, you know. Yeah, see, but I, I think, I think, I, but see, I think he does want to go somewhere where he could maybe be the man for the first couple of years and then kind of fade back to like, you know, a two or two, a number two option, a three, where he's like a playmaker. Because, I mean, you know, he, we all know the Bama could job. He could play the point. So it's not like he need to score. Like, if yeah, he does what's necessary to that's, get the W. That's why I think, I think Chris I, Paul linking man. up in the summer will be vicious because Chris Paul can play with another superstar like him that has to have the ball. Just the way the type of player that Chris Paul is, it will work out really well if they were to join up and just go to whoever team they want to, whether that was L.A. or... If he would have come, I don't think LeBron gonna tolerate that pound in the rock all yeah. shot clock, dog. I think he could play. I mean, he had Kyrie. Kyrie was a dribble. He, he went bad as Chris Paul, dog. I think if he goes somewhere with somebody, it should be with PG, like more so than Paul. That's what I CP. PG. Yeah, that's what. Like I believe. Yeah, Paul George. To me, Paul George. He disappointed me in that OKC. In that OKC. But but. But I say this, Paul George is one of the players like LeBron works well with. Like when the Bama, oh, absolutely. Like, cap, That's what I'm saying. Like cap, capped You're off right. and like, like they, right. they got to look to LeBron like to be the leader. Like he needs those type of players around mm-hmm. him. Like I, I feel like mm-hmm. Ben Simmons would be blown that, that LeBron's there because it'd be like a lot of the stuff that LeBron does, Ben Simmons has been doing. So it's right. like, oh the man, same I got to defer. Yeah, and then, you know these young dudes, they they not they they not gonna have the health and respect that I think that they should. Well, I don't think Ben Simmons will. I think he'll 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 still go in line because the coaches and everybody. But I just think the Philly would be a bad. He better go in the gym and work on his shot. You don't have no complaints till you get a jump shot beyond five feet. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want nothing from you. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, we gonna watch this series because when's when's the first game? Wednesday. Uh, I mean Thursday. It's Thursday. Thursday. Thursday yeah. first game, game one. All right, we're going to see, dog. I'm going to tell you, you know, I'm going to be on the IG with the smirk. If, if Steph <laughs> going, if we see in the funny business it take place, young, you already know what it is, yeah? That's right, uh, you already know. Yeah, we got the Stearns order shirts coming soon, too. We, 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 about, to, we about to rock those out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on to some football, NFL comes out says that they will find teams whose players protest and not standing for the anthem. What? We back here again. Uh, Roger Goodell, the league has taken their stance on this whole issue. I mean, what y'all think? So how legal is that? From 
a technical standpoint. So you, you call it a protest because that's what uh, your racists are telling you. But technically, he was sitting down, and then now he's just taking a knee. He's not holding up a sign. He's not saying anything. So how I just don't know how that will work with just being on the knee while the anthem is going. It's more like an interpretation of what somebody's doing versus mm. actual proof. You see what I'm saying? From a legal standpoint. But also to add, to piggyback on that, Aaron, like, don't, how don't they think that, you know, players, because if I'm not mistaken, you, if you're out there, they're saying that you have to, you know, stand, but you could stay in the locker room. Right. So you don't think that if all these players are in a locker room and coming out, that that's then going to also become a story? Right. That'd be worse. Right. He's not a patriot. You know how it's going to go, dog, with these races. Oh, so what can the players do? What do they got to do? What they've been doing. Like, I just don't feel like this is something. That, and so this is another thing. They're not finding the players. They're finding the teams. That's a good, te- I mean, that's a big technicality in this whole situation because the players can't technically, you know what I mean, complain or say this is unfair if they're not the ones actually getting the fines the teams are. So what they're trying to do is basically levy the, the teams, teams to put punishment on the players, which because is why you saw um, the Jets owner come out and say, I'll pay any fines um, and, that come down. And it's real the reason, why that's, it, reason why that is a, that's a power move on behalf of the league is because there's a lot of internal stuff that happens on teams that people aren't privy to. And so what I do like about this is we get to find out who's who when it comes to these owners. Because a lot of them have been able to have these little secret meetings and slander everybody behind the scenes. But then it's so hard to be able to tell other than like the Houston Texans owner, Dan Snyder, and uh, what's the guy in Dallas? Jerry Jones. Other than the ones that are overtly outspoken, you can't really, you don't really know which side these some of these owners are on. So we're going to get to find out, depending on what policies each team enacts for their players. Mm. The one thing, too, that you didn't mention was they good, the the story came out as if Goodell said that the, the owners voted unanimously oh, on this new rule. But then it came out as they never voted. Right. <laughs> right. What? And Yeah, because that's what I was about to say. Like, I feel... Is though it would seem like it would be some owners that would have like backlash against the whole like finding the team, you know. Like I'm paying that for a guy that's taking a knee. I don't think I want to do that. So it would seem like there'd be owners that would have voted against finding the teams. So that was the whole. So to abstain, you know what I mean? The Raiders coach and the 49ers. I mean the Raiders. The Raiders owner and the 49ers owner abstained. From the unofficial vote, I guess, um, or whatever they call it. So did that. teams vote? Did teams vote? No, they said they no. didn't have an official vote, so I don't know what that means. So that that means also, you got on a horn and yeah. called some bammers and was like, "Look, you about to make the show." What they, you think? I mean, but then how? I don't know they how they implemented like, it as a as a league policy. Because but that was like yeah, I, I was about to say, how are they you able to unilaterally implement this and this doesn't go through the CBA? Because like, they say we're going to do this. They, they didn't negotiate that part. That's why Roger Goodell could suspend bands and just do whatever he wants. he wants when it comes right. to these kind of things. That's not a part of one of the things that they negotiated. I mean, but they weren't they weren't suspending anybody for kneeling though. You know when you say suspend, I'm talking about just this specific. Like they just enacted that this is an anthem policy. Like when you're enacting something new. 
they don't have to bargain that with the players? Like, how are they no. able to? It's not, you bargain because it wasn't in there. Collective bargaining time. You can't bargain during the agreement right. unless you. Lo- I mean, unless you strike. Because remember when they enacted the new policies for domestic so violence, you, they didn't have. They didn't uh, discuss this with the NFLPA. They said, "This is what we do." Right. <laughs> right. Go. So it's like so they're using that probably best interest of the league like right. clause or exactly. something like that. And there, remember, and at first it was looking like it was going to be a strike, but then all the players were like, "No, nah, we're not trying to miss checks," and they had to end up last minute. Remember signing that agreement? Mm-hmm. What was it, six, seven years ago? So mm-hmm. now they kind of stuck until year ten. And and that's the but, thing, and 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 then to say like what happened? See, the, the all the owners were already in that one location for the new rule changes, so they probably were all in a room together. It had to be discussed. They discussed it, and I'm sure. A lot of them are like, you know what? Let's just do this, and that's, that's what we're going to do. And probably majority of them agree with it, but it was never an official vote. But it was like most were in agreement that this is, and then probably in their minds, this is a fair shake because it allows them to not have to come out on the field for the anthem if that's how you feel. But if you're going to be out there, you know, you're going to stand. I want to know what kind of fines. I want to know what kind of, know what kind of it is. I, it is. I want to know what kind of fines they're going to be giving to the teams, too. Like, is there like a... a... I'm going to care. What? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, because, you know, when they find the owners, it's usually a lot more than what they find players. Right, right. And they're hitting players with 50K, 100K, so I'm assuming the owners is going to be 500. And is and that cool. per play? If that would have happened, then Godell's would get fired as as I do not wasn't have the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but, but, yeah, but, but the thing is, I, I, I say I say this in behalf of the players. This might this might actually be a benefit to them because if there's disparity in how these fines are doled out and dished out amongst the teams, and then it starts to cause dissension within the ownership because oh that Bama, hold on, he had two Bamas on his whole team. They knew all season long. And they only got fined. 100k and we got fined six million for the one dude who who didn't come out the locker room like what like if if there's disparity that happens because you know i don't know what kind of uh did they they talk through you know what the fines will be and how what the amounts and you know is it a first offense second offense third offense or what is considered actually uh protesting uh the flag or whatever whatever like you know that narrative that narrative until they completely so changed worse. the whole narrative of why he was kneeling and it's nothing to do about the flag or about the troops it's nothing to do with any of that stuff and that's what they will want you to believe what if Obama really disrespect the flag like go out there Joe, well, and just turn around and just see that's my problem the, though on the whole cold crowd <laughs> but that's my problem is that when they say do? disrespect the flag they don't even know what that even is did you see Memorial Day all the white folks with American flag shorts and shirts and bandanas on and all this. That's crazy all. That's all disrespecting the flag. That's disrespectful. Stop it, dog. These big flags and stadiums. That's disrespectful. And then holding it sideways on the field. You're not supposed that's to disrespectful. hold it. No, it's so much stuff that it's just fake. Bama's getting nachos like racism, and, 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 and cheese doodles and, and hamburgers and hot dogs and popcorn. the cameraman kneeling while they're recording the players. What about disrespectful. that? Yeah. Sessions it's all, keep going. No, it's all going. fake, though. That's what I'm and saying. And they could have nipped us in the bud by not siding with Trump when he came out with this and be like, our players are not being disrespectful to the flag. If they would have maintained the narrative, this would have been over. Right, but because... They didn't and, the, and the players would have been cool, just right. going on the plantation every week. And they would have stopped like, doing it, though. 
You know this is one of those situations a lot of times where you being told what you can and can't do. It's like, okay, we go see. <laughs> right. Now now and now it's a it's a battle now. So that this thing and to me, it's gotten to the point now with this whole locker room thing, it could cause dissension amongst teammates at some oh, it will. possibly. Oh, it some, will. You got guys that want to stay in, but he they may feel pressure to go out and vice versa. Then you're gonna have all this dynamics that gotta play in the background too. And then on top of that, you already know the first couple games, Bama's gonna be looking for the dudes who's not coming out of the locker room. Right. And then they want to be anybody. like, oh, he didn't come out, he didn't come out. Like, yo, why didn't he come out? And they're gonna be trying to figure out why these players didn't come out. And then question them about it. And oh, we noticed that you didn't come out for the uh before the game. You know, were you protesting the flag? They, you know the reporters are gonna ask because Batman's gonna want the story. They better so, do it. They better pull a Marshawn Lynch. I'm just here because I don't want to get fined. I'm just here because I don't want to get fined. I'm in the Super Bowl. Yo, let me ask this question. If the dude stays in the locker room, right, doesn't come out, then he's questioned after the game right. not about not coming out. And he says, Yeah, I was protesting the flag. Does the team get fined then? That's a good question. I guess they said you can't find them if you stay in the locker room. So that's what I'm that saying. Be, but you but can if say he asked at that point, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But if they ask you and be like, "Why did you decide to stay in the locker room?" Well, I decided to stay in the locker room because I'm really against uh, police kinda, brutality and blah blah blah. blah. Yeah. Because now now staying in the lock, but it's the thing: staying in the locker room now is going to be coined or defined as, as protesting a flag or anti-patriot. No, nah, they said defined is for specifically. "Quote unquote," disrespecting the flag during the national anthem. That's what they say. No, no, I know, I get that. But what I'm saying is, by default, the narrative in people's minds is going to be automatically assert that people staying in the locker room are disrespecting the flag. Like, if you stay in the lo- locker room, now they're going to be like, "Oh, you don't want to respect the flag. You don't want to stand up for the flag, so you're disrespecting the flag." Like that goes. So what do into you know it. about these people already? Uh, they're gonna find something though they're gonna, they gonna find, find something. something and they're gonna spin it so and you just gotta like not pay those people specifically any attention but we never try to pay them no specific attention but somehow these babas narrative be on the front page of the news that's but you don't have to read that news it's ridiculous it's obvious what's being done out here it's on a nightly basis i hope the world can see now what's really going on out here because it's, no, it's never ridiculous. gonna change that yeah. This is going on how many years? It's never going to change. Look, look what happened had, today or yesterday. Had, yeah, they had a chance to to make it to change it to to shut it down. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't use that opportunity very wisely. And now this is going to be in a, a reoccurring thing in the NFL every single year. And it, and it can get to the point where the NFL is gonna is just gonna start to like decline in terms of its viewership. And they already did last year, and they blamed it on this. "Quote unquote," flag. They're blaming it on the flag. Protest, Jim. Which blame is diversity that. and ownership. This is this is just going to be the way it is in the NFL. Yeah, and I don't think it's because of that. I think there's some other things that they're doing with rule changes and stuff like that. They're changing the game so much. It's it's changing the game of football and the way I remember it growing up watching it on Sundays. It's just not the same game. I know player safety and all this stuff, but it's just it's not the same game. And this is another reason why. They should have never had the anthem. It wasn't always there. It shouldn't. Have, it shouldn't have been there in the first place. How <laughs> you say that for? Like it's fine. Just ignore. Like why do you care? No, I'm just saying it wasn't always in the league. Though. No, not you. I'm talking about them, though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. why do you care? Like it doesn't right. affect you in any way. 
That's what I'm saying. If you, you like if what you, I like, I hate you. Like that's the, that's it, no, and that, that's no, my no. thing. For those that go out and stand for the flag, I'm not mad at them because it may actually mean something to that person. So I'm not gonna get mad at you because you want to go stand for the flag. But the fact that I don't want to stand, that's the problem. And then I can be fined for that. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like they try to give you some leeway by saying you can stay in the room, in the locker room, but it's really not because it's just like, just don't come out on the field and do it. Like, people are just, still going to know us. And wait until one of their chosen few chokes again in the playoffs, throw an interception, and they lose a game by a touchdown of three. In the Bama that didn't come out the locker room is going well <laughs> was the team having dissension based you right, know, the, right, you know right. how this already going. know it's just That's gonna be the next excuse for eli when he don't perform you know how this goes open up your heart let that hate yeah, out. i don't know if i'm gonna see a lot of giants not you know in the locker room i i don't even think i think only i seen one giant kneel last year i don't think i seen any not definitely not the risk thing just only after uh, the Bama from Houston came out and said something. But before that, everybody was in line step. That's true. Remember, and Jay Gruden said, nobody from my team's going to be taking a knee. Like, he that kind of head coach. Trip. <laughs> like, you ain't go seven and eight and one and eight and eight. No! Get this out of here. So. Uh, well, we're going farther. We're going to see. Uh... Caps, stay in the finals. No, At least no, something did no, in DC. No. <laughs> Yo, these Bamas is garbage, they, though. They, 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 they get in the finals, though. They get in the finals, finals, though. I mean, right now, nah, the cloud is... Them on that. Yeah, they, they, the cloud is off of them right now. If they lose right now, I mean, Bamas wouldn't even be mad. Like, I mean, people be upset, nah, but... They, I, but I like, not really, though. Yeah, yeah, like, they, yeah, got they, got, they got further than anybody expected, especially with all these different scenarios they got into. They even had a, like... Bama's is treating like Las Vegas like that team that played the Mighty Ducks. Like them Bama's can't right. be beat. Like these are they That's unstoppable. Looking, they they, they I know they, they score six. One of the highest percentages of stops in the league, and the Caps put up what four or five goals four on them. So oh, yeah. they put on six. They put six on us yeah. though. They scored a touchdown on us though. And hockey, right. six goals though. That's that's borderline disrespectful. Like and dude, the Caps led. The Caps led four to three. They scored yeah, three straight. When that Bama's like, lead, I'm more nervous than when they down, though. Unless it's a four-goal lead. It's got to be three, four-goal. That ain't enough. Because that ain't enough, though. They got to put up a touchdown on these dudes in order to win. Um, Hopefully they can, though. I mean... At least they can play with them, and that and that's always encouraging to know that you can they can actually skate with them. But uh, yeah, I'm not holding my breath. I'm not holding my breath at all. Nah, Bob. Uh, what's the name? Shout um, out to Lance. Brandon Marshall went to the Seahawks today. By the way. Oh yeah, 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 I think that's actually a good pickup for them. They need anybody who can catch the football. They just need somebody to catch the football. Russell Wilson. And his height too. They haven't had a receiver that tall. Yeah. I don't know how long. Man, they just just knowing like Put his that. health, knowing what his health is at. I mean, you never yeah. know with Brandon Marshall. That Bama been easy bake oven last couple of years, like cupcakes off. Um, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, shout out to Sports Reality, my man Jeremy John. Shout out to Ben and those best. Shout out to Lance J Radio. We're going to have him on in a couple weeks. 
shout out to Sports Talk Tasha. Shout out to um, uh, who else? Eyes and Boom. Uh, where's Buffy? With Earl Dale and Kendall. Check out all these podcasts. Go listen to them. Um, share our podcast. Share you know our content. Rock with us. Go cop you some Fresh Rose clothing at freshrose.co. Um, what else, though? Is that everything? Uh, you getting shots up, Aaron? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. About to get out of here. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that is our show. We out. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about Let me speak. How does that do feel? Not. How does that do feel? Do 